Last time you were here, Norman, the year was 1856. <laughs> we had just left it. No, let me say. Yeah. <laughs> nah, um, I told y'all we was gonna get Norman back in here. Norman working on his music and whatnot, so we ain't gonna fault him for that. You know, chasing their dreams. Hey, I don't chase nobody I'm chasing their dreams. This is me chasing mine. We gotta chase his. Man, it's been a crazy couple of months, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Being a part of Buffalo Cyphers, staying busy. Got a new job, um, working Monday through Friday, man. You know what I'm saying? That ain't no joke, because I got me a football. I've had it since a while now. But just mm. piggybacking off of what you said, that Monday through Friday, eight hours, ain't no chis oak. <laughs> That's a fact. And then, you know, I work Monday through Friday, eight hours on that job. Then I come home, and I've already kind of, well, I feel you know what I'm doing. Yeah. I've left them heads on, so it's like, you know, working that job, coming home, then working on my own business, businesses, because mm-hmm. I got multiple things in the pipeline, and that's part of my problem is I'm starting to overwhelm myself. I mean, that's why I'm getting sick, like, a lot. I rarely get sick, but, like, within the past two months, I've been sick very close together because I know I'm just, I'm running myself rampant, and I'm not yeah. eating right, and sleeping is, sleeping is non-existent <laughs> in my life at this point. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta wake up at like what? I wake Four, up. I gotta wake up at five. Five. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And for some reason, the past couple of nights, I've been waking up at like. Uh, actually, I was late to work today. I was like almost an hour late because I overslept, which was a good thing, I guess. But um, no, the prior leading up to Friday, um, I had been waking up at like for some reason my eyes would just pop open at like two or three, and I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. So it's like, and I try and be in bed. I try and I get in the bed at 10. Now, what time I go to sleep, <laughs> that's a different story because for some reason, again, my sleep schedule, my sleep, I don't know what you call it. I'll just say my sleep is weird in that I can't just get in the bed, close my eyes, boom, go to sleep. I have to have something playing. Now, the weird part is I can't just play anything and then go to sleep. For some reason, it has to be something that I'm interested in and then that'll put me to sleep. But you see the problem. I'm interested in it. I don't want to go to sleep, so I end up staying up till 12, 1 o'clock in the morning just to have to wake up at 5. You know, the weird thing about sleep is that when you want to go to sleep, you can't go to sleep. Like, you'll be in bed and you'll be trying to close your eyes and want to go to sleep, but it just won't let you. But as soon as you're on the phone with somebody and you have an obligation to have a conversation or something like that, you can start falling asleep. I talk to, I have a friend that I talk to at one point we were talking literally every night but now i kind of i cut it down to like just the weekends just because it was that exact same it it was a similar situation it sometimes i would be tired sometimes i wouldn't but i would be on the phone with her till like 12 1 in the morning and i would have to be up at five so i was like i gotta catch you on the weekends because uh it's brutal but that's also the signs of a real genuine friendship when you could just stay on the phone for and yeah. it is before y'all go there it's nothing romantic <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's just it's, it's she's like 
a sister to me and I know oh that's everybody says that no really like this is my sister so um yeah I was like yeah I gotta just I only call her on the weekends matter of fact I gotta call her tonight because I have a situation that I need her perspective on um actually um I highlighted her business on International Women's Day uh my friend Jordan down in I don't know if she tells people where she lives my friend Jordan um Teach Learn Create TLC they have products that are when she first launched her business, they were like exclusively marketed towards teachers and, you know, kind of like teacher based products, um, you know, clipboards with Mrs. Whoever or Mr. Whoever your name on it and lanyards, stylish lanyards and whatnot. But now she's branching out and so she'll have more products for other working professionals. Um, so yeah, y'all be on the lookout for that TLC, Teach, Learn, Create. And I have another friend who I forgot to highlight, but well, I didn't forget. I asked her permission. She didn't get back to me till today black people um but killed by k is a if you're looking for a makeup artist in the 757 that is southeast virginia the seven cities hampton roads if you need a makeup artist make sure you hit up killed by k i'll put her in the show notes as well as my friend jordan teach you learn create because what do we do we love black owned businesses and especially when they owned by black women that's a fact that's a fact man well yeah <clears throat> so do you think i should give these folks an update on my life you definitely should because this is gonna be the most informal episode ever. <laughs> so yeah, give us we need something to talk about. <laughs> All right, y'all. So if I'm being completely honest, man, I don't necessarily remember the last time I was on a podcast. I think the last episode that we did was back in December after the storm. If I'm not was that mistaken. our last episode together? Oh shit. I think that, that actually that, might have been our, last, our last one together. Um Sheesh. since then, guys, I've been uh I've been really out of the loop with things and, you know, obviously it's personal aspects of life. I have a part to play in that. So I ain't going to get into that too much, but I guess about the things that I can tell you about, I'll inform you guys. So um, once again, uh, it feels really good to be able to gain an amount of exposure and being able to, you know, be one of the artists that, you know, come up in the names and conversations of people when it comes to Buffalo. Mm -hmm. That's an awesome feeling. You know what I'm saying? I've kind of been, I ain't gonna say putting my city on the map because I'm not famous or nothing like that. But as far as locally being known, you know, I'm definitely starting to gain a lot more exposure through my music and through my craft, which is an awesome thing. Um, I've actually been in the works of starting my own clothing line. I don't have a name for it yet, but it will be Patchwork. So anybody who has old clothing or anything like that, they don't need to throw it away. You cut it up, you get an old pair of jeans from like a thrift shop or something or wherever you go get some jeans from and you put the patches into it and you, you know, just make a dope, dope design and yeah, dope concept. It's fire. So yeah, I'm gonna start that up, man. Um, like I said, I have a new job, man. It's a nonprofit organization called Restoration Society. Um, a lot of our listeners are from Buffalo. So if you have any kids from the ages of 13 to 21, listen close. Uh, we are a basically an organization that helps out kids that may be dealing with mental health issues or, you know, they may be recovering from, um, you know, or not even recovering, but being on the verge of being an alcoholic and or somebody who deals with drugs or something like that. And basically our uh, Clubhouse Buffalo, that's where I'm located and I'm located downstairs. So we are in the basement. So Restoration Society is not only a place for kids, but it's also a place for adults as well. And you can come to our places that we have open and you can basically just come to us for a resource. You know what I'm saying? So it's a beautiful thing, man. And it's always been on my alley. I've been working in this field for about over a year. 
And I love it. You know, it's dope, man. The the fact that I'm able to, you know, be a person that's in a loop with like, you know, not even just kids, but with the community and tapping into mental health things and health in general, it has always been something that I've always wanted to do. So to just be able to do that, not only with my uh, profession and who I work for, but in my musical craft as well. So if y'all really want to know what I've been up to, man, I just really just been working. Uh, I really just been trying to make money, stay out of the way and trying to progress in my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on getting my own spot, working on getting my first V. So <laughs> yeah, man, it's um, it's a process, man. And I've been really busy. So to the all over podcast family, I apologize. But you know, as far as consistency goes, I'll definitely start being more consistent. I'm also all, almost done with my musical project. Uh, the project will be dropping on March 20th on YouTube and SoundCloud. And then a couple weeks after that, it will be on our streaming platform. So Look out for that. It's called Alternative Storm. Storm Young 716 on IG if y'all want any updates. So, yeah, that's really what's been going on. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, I guess it's my turn. Um, <clears throat> so, I, I, I've i mentioned this on a podcast maybe a few months ago. And uh, I've decided to create my own podcast network. <laughs> um, I don't want to speak too much on it just because of the legalities of the situation and I still got trademarks pending and all of that stuff. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, somebody who I really look up to, one of my favorite artists is Jay-Z and, you know, people who know Jay-Z story know that he tried everywhere to get a record deal. You know, he went to everybody and he wouldn't get a record deal. So what did he do? He started his own record label. That's how we got Rockefeller records. And, you know, some of the dopest artists to come, I mean, dopest albums to come from hip hop, uh, came from that. So, um, as of right now, on this network, it is just me. <laughs> it's the All Over Podcast. Well, it's us, I should say. It's the All Over Podcast. And then I have another project launching. I'm going to launch it simultaneously with the launch of the network. So, uh, yeah, that's, hey, <laughs> we, we both doing big things. Um, I will definitely say that stepping out on faith sometimes is scary because it's like, even now I'm like, dang, what if this don't work? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And I think I mentioned this before on the podcast also, is how like we're so wired to think about the worst case scenario. What if this doesn't work? What if this doesn't work? And I've been trying to te like teach myself, well, what, what if this goes right? What if this does work? What if people, you know, they hear the production quality of what you're putting out there and they hear, they, they see that you're young and that you're doing this. What if people decide, you know, I want my network to be on that. I don't want to be on uh, the Black Effect Network or whatever network it is. And I'm not, I'm not trying to diss those, but I'm saying just like, you know, if you in Buffalo, you want to start a podcast, come over here. We can get this together. Come from the ground up. Like I'm saying, we, you know, we Rockefeller style over here. Shoot, this joint blow up. We all getting paid. That's and I am also forgot to mention this. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with TDE in Dreamville. Um, I'm also starting my own uh, music group. I don't want to say rap group because I'm not all based around rap. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, man, I'm starting my own art, musical artist group, I should say. Um, so we're going to have engineers on our team. We are going to have producers on our team. We are going to have musical artists on our team, poets, writers on our team, everything on our team. So, uh, yeah, definitely trying to, you know, be more invested into the networking aspect of things. And, um, yeah, bro, it's just going to be dope. It's going to be fun. That's what I've been really big on this year is networking. Um, there was a networking event a few weeks ago that I was going to go to, but I was tired, so I didn't go. But I'm definitely, like, I'm open to just – 
I'm Hey, look, y'all gonna see me out here. If you in Buffalo, you just gonna see me at random places, just putting my name out there, letting people know what I'm doing. And cause you know, the biggest thing is it's a lot of information out there, but how do the 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 holders of the information know that you want it if you don't ask for it? You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so I've just I wanna let let it be known that I want the information. And also I want people to, you know, I have information that I can give people. So, you know. I, you know, I was just imagining as like a kid, like, well, what if somebody just randomly walked up to me and told me everything I needed to know? That's what, that's what I'm doing out here. All right. So if you want to start a podcast, you ain't got to be afraid to approach me. You can DM me. Or if you have somehow, if you're in Buffalo, you recognize me from Instagram or whatever, walk up to me and present yourself kindly. Don't just walk <laughs> up to me. <laughs> hey, you, Zaire, I'm a big fan. Uh, can I get some, like, put me on, like, and I will gladly share information with you because, you know, um. Along with the network I'm launching, I'm also going to start doing consulting. Now, I don't know how that's going yet. I'm working, I'm focused on this network right now and launching this other podcast, but it's this thing's going on, guys. So, um, yeah, we just wanted to put y'all on game, let y'all know what's going on, why things have been a little bit different, and all that. Yeah, man. So, um, I don't know, man. I can't, obviously, I, I can't give y'all a host, bill. I'm pretty sure after we get done with this, I'm gonna be like. Oh, I forgot to <laughs> right. That. Oh, that slipped my mind or something like that, man. But just to keep y'all in the loop a little bit, um, things are probably going going to be a little different because I do remember you saying we might not be releasing every week anymore as well. I don't know if you wanted that. Information. So, if you the people that follow us, uh, they saw something I posted. Maybe I think it was this week about the rebrand. Um, we are rebranding. Um, so it's going to be different logo, different, the podcast, as y'all know, it is going to be, I don't want to say a lot different. I'll just say it's going to be different. Um, it'll be more interview based, which is what y'all have been getting, but it'll be, it won't just be like candid conversations like this or like trending topics. Um, that may be the case sometimes, but Overall, what's going to happen is me and Norm are going to be interviewing people who have a story to tell. Um, that's all I can say for right now because uh, I, I'm still trying to work out the details of that. Like I said, I'm trying to launch the network and then get this other podcast going. And like I said, I'm trying to do, I'm not trying, I'm going to do things the right way. So there's trademarks involved and stuff. And that's why I'm not saying too much about names or ideas or because this concert content creation game can be very, it can be grimy at times and I don't know who's listening. So I want to, I'm just trying to avoid any situation. So that's why I'm not, I'm kind of being very vague with what I'm saying, but I just want to put y'all on game, let y'all know, you know, what's up. But anyway, huh, other than that, Nora, what's going on? You seen anything on social media, anything that's just wild you or I saw that. <laughs> I was just scrolling through Facebook, y'all, and I seen this picture. I guess we could talk I about it. I know, this. that's why I'm running up. Um, I don't know if this is real or if this is fake, but this is post it? is Shaquille O'Neal. I guess they probably was like on an interview or something, like on uh, ESPN, like maybe halftime show or something like that. I feel like that's fake. I gotta be, because there's no way he said this. Somebody said, ja. Shaquille O'Neal, that said, has said on his top three shooters of all time, he said, I got to go with Ja Morant, Stephen Curry, and Clay Thompson as my top three. Now, if y'all don't know. Well, I guess Ja Morant is a good shooter. Okay. 
<laughs> Let me stop. Now, if y'all don't know, John Morant has been making headlines in the media as of lately uh, because of some of his uh, recent actions. Poor choices. Poor choices, recent actions. He was just in headlines yesterday because I guess he was at a strip club and he threw, like, blew away like $100,000 at the strip club like a couple nights ago. Must be nice. <laughs> but, um, yo, so yeah, y'all. So basically, I guess he was at a pickup game. I'm not sure how long ago this was, but he was at a pickup game and there was like a younger dude. I think he was a teenager. And I think John Morant pulled out a gun on him. Like, yeah, they said he pulled out a gun on him. And then, you know, we got a situation where, again, he was at a strip club in, I think, Denver it was. And he was flashing a gun on live, which, how can we be mad at that? The dude had a little 380. He's, you know, um, how that's what we can talk about. How do you feel about that? Because a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, rappers and what's in my eye." A lot of people say, "Oh, rappers they do that same thing all the time and they flash guns and da 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 da, and they don't get in trouble." So why is John Morant getting in trouble for it? You got any? <laughs> how, how you feel about? That? All right, y'all. So first of all, y'all got to realize that the NBA is a lot different than the music industry. That's one. The NBA is a lot more strict on their rules. Who was it? I think it might have been Paul Pierce that was doing something that was like inappropriate and he got fined for it. You know, in certain NBA games, NBA players say things and they get fined for stuff. You can say something and they're going to give you a technical file and a $30,000 fine or whatever the case may be. You got to understand that the NBA, once again, and the musical industry are completely two different things. If you're on a contract with somebody and, you know, you're a professional NBA player, People already have a perception of you. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you look at Stephen Curry, you probably don't think of like a, you know, somebody who's like a gangster or something mm -hmm. as you would with like Lil Baby. Now, I know James Harden be posted up with Lil Baby mm -hmm. and all of them. I be seeing him all in the media, you know, he be all, all at the yeah. parties and stuff like that. And, you know, that's cool or whatever. But, um, yeah, those are rappers. <laughs> those are rappers. Yeah, that's, I don't know. People like kept comparing like, oh, rappers do it. And I think, the NBA, when you're in, when you when you're a rapper, you kind of sort of are your own boss. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. I mean, you answer to the record label, yes, but that's pretty much your only boss. If you're signed to a record label, exactly. As opposed to an NBA player, who the NBA is a business. If you were, if you're in the NBA, the NFL, whatever, you work for the NBA or the NFL. Let's just stick to the NBA because we're talking about John Moran. John Moran works for the NBA. And then he works for, uh, let's say, a sub business, which is the Memphis Grizzlies. So John Morant isn't necessarily his own boss. He has people to answer to. And what do we see? Like when these Karens and stuff get caught in their tirades, what you do, even if you're not at work, it is a reflection of your employer and the people that you work with and work for. Right. So that's why the the whole the situation is just different if he was a rapper. Sure, G. Herbal can go online and flash a gun on live and hey, nobody would care, but his bosses care because how does this make us look? This makes us seem like we promote this kind of behavior. Yeah, man. And then let's make a little comparison. Now, if you guys don't know, a lot of people probably thought my favorite player of all time was Stephen Curry, but it's not. My favorite player of all time is actually Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, ever since he was a rookie that came in the league, was always had a negative image portrayed of him mm -hmm. because of his upbringing and because of just, you know, the things that he was into, I guess I can say. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time in his documentary, many people have watched it, but 
there was a time, I don't remember the year, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it might have been back in 95 or 96, Allen Iverson was actually caught up in, um, he was caught up in a big, big fight at a bowling alley, huge fight. And I don't think he did anything. I don't think he was a part of the fight, but Allen Iverson at the time also was a rapper. He was putting out music. He was a rapper. I think he had like an album out. Um, he was one of the NBA players that really changed the style of the NBA. He started wearing chains. He started wearing cornrows. He started wearing a baggy sweatsuits. And then everybody else started doing it. So pretty much everybody followed behind him. And they had a, they thought of him as like having a hood persona. Right. He was at that bowling alley that night. And I don't think he put his hands on anybody, but they ended up arresting him because of his persona. He got fined or something like that. I don't even remember what it was like, you know, what the fine was. But, you know, it was just the image that they portrayed to him. So I don't even what am I trying to say, man? I think like with the NBA people, especially somebody like John Moran, um, I don't know what his upbringing was like. I don't know. But I do think that if you're going to carry yourself like that, you just got to be a little better with it. You can't be going around here doing all of this stuff. I know he's young. He got a lot of time to learn. And that's the same thing with the rest of these NBA, especially the rookies coming in. Right. The generation 10 years ago and the generation now is a lot different. You're exposed to a lot of things. So being John Moran and only being in a league for, I think, about two or three years, I'm not, I think he's been in the NBA for two years. Um, he's still young and he's still learning some things, man. So, you know, I just think he's learning. He just got a lot of time to mature, I guess you could say. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah but it, it also, again, it comes back to, you know, having the right people around you once you make it, you know, because unfortunately, we find ourselves as black people, a lot of us find ourselves in situations where we have, you know, like NBA or whether it's a record contract, whatever, and we want to bring everybody from the hood with us. But that can't. If you don't know how to act, I'm sorry, you can't be around me. Oh, you changed. Yes, I did change. Because you know what? The things I did when I didn't have rope aren't the things I'm doing now that I have a $200 million contract. Exactly. You give me $200 million, I'm not flashing no gun or lie. $200 million, I am going to do what I give $200 million to do. Dribble the ball. <laughs> it's $200 million. And I mean, I guess, I, I guess he does get some grace being that he's young, but it's like... I don't know. It's kind of it's it's a iffy iffy fifty fifty situation because, at one hand, like I said, you want to give him grace because he's young, but on the other hand, it's like you got to gotta, learn how to carry yourself. Too. You got to learn how to carry yourself. And then from what I'm what I'm hearing now, I will say that disclaimer that this is hearsay. Well, from what, from what I'm hearing, that's not how Ja was raised. So just like Shannon Sharp was saying, you hustling backwards. Why would you get a two hundred million dollar contract and now decide you're going to be the most gangsterous gangster that there ever was? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I seen it's crazy that you say that. I seen this uh video on TikTok. And you know that uh uh Mr. M, please don't copyright me or whoever made the eight mile movie. Uh, you know yeah. the one part where he was like, And Clarence's parents have a real good parents, yeah. And uh, he was basically just saying, This this dude ain't a uh what was he saying? This dude ain't a gangster. His real name is Clarence or something like that. And they kind of did the same thing, but they put John Moran, you know. <laughs> Uh, over yeah. like the parody of it or something, but yeah, man, I was just looking at it, and he was like a, I ain't gonna call him a dork, but he was basically just you know like a kid. He wore glasses, got good grades, was never really gang affiliated, was brought up a good way. You know right. what I'm saying? And so it's just you like why would to you revert to exactly like why? 
<laughs> I don't know who he hangs around. I don't know if he be around rappers because I never knew him to do that. I know James Harden does, but I never seen James Harden around that. But then again, you also got to remember, bro, that people like John Wall and like, you know, a couple other NBA players, excuse me, I'm not going to name all of them, but some of these dudes really are gang affiliated. Some of them have been in gangs and went to the NBA. Uh, what was the call? Disclaimer, disclaimer, we don't know that John Wall is gang affiliated. Okay. Okay. We don't know that John Wall is gang affiliated, nor anyone else. Um. Yeah. Well, never mind. I ain't even gonna say that. But um, yeah, y'all. I just think um, as far as the NBA and as far as the musical industry, one. Once again, they're, they're, they're two completely different things, bro. Two very different things. Yeah. People are going to say what they want to say. But, uh, yeah, man, as far as John Morant go, I really honestly wish nothing but the best for him. I oh, hope yeah, it, I don't want him. Like, Yeah, I hope it don't turn out to be like a Brittany Griner situation or nothing like that, and it doesn't. I'm not mean? saying he going. I'm saying, like, I hope he doesn't do something that's going to, like, get him arrested. Oh, well, no, they already said it's not enough evidence to press charges. So now the only thing is what is the NBA going to do? Because – when Gil- Gilbert Arenas did something similar back in like 09, and he was suspended for the duration of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's looking like that's where they headed with this because at first it was, oh, he's on a two game suspension. And then, like, right after that happened, it's like, I think they said four games, and now he's in suspended indefinitely. So, it's looking like he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Um, like I say, I don't know that for a fact. Something that it, it, he could be back within a couple of weeks, but I wouldn't be surprised if he is out for the season. Um, but like we said, it just goes to show you got to make sure that you know you around your right people, and being around the right people don't mean they got to be you know that they don't mean like they got to be presented a certain way. But being around the right people is also, hey yo bro, tighten up. You know you got a lot to like having people who really care about. Not just what they can get for you, but they care about you. Like, Ja, first of all, we don't need to be having these straps and whatnot. We ain't got no reason to, you know. Yeah. Because um, the first time, like, Ja Morant, like, having a quote-unquote gun with him was, I think, I don't remember who they played. I think it might have been Phoenix. And I don't know if you heard about this or not. But um, somebody, one of his teens pointed an infrared beam at somebody yeah, or yeah, what is or something thought like to be an infrared beam or something like that, man. But um, <laughs> if that's true, that is crazy. But um, I'm sure he has people around him that are obviously telling him that John Moran is definitely one of the better players of this generation. Yeah, he definitely been killing it for the past couple of years. Definitely one of them guys that, you know, these kids aspire and grow up to want to be like. So it's just like you also got to also remember that you got kids that look up to you. You can't be doing it. If you know for a fact that you're a role model, you got to set a better example. You know you're making headlines. I've been seeing him on my For You page on TikTok nonstop, on my Twitter nonstop. Bro's at a strip club. Bro got a gun. Bro's doing this. Bro doing and that. I'm the, type, I'm the type of person with music and pop culture in general, whether it's I'm a little bit different now because I got the podcast and I try and stay up on stuff like that. But like in terms of music and NBA and stuff, I only really keep up with the athletes and artists who I like. I don't, before, like you said, prior to this whole situation, I didn't really, John Morant wasn't on my mind. Literally, every time I have seen John Morant on my timeline or my For You page or whatever app it's been over the past 
two months, maybe month, month and a half, however long it's been, it's been something negative. And so, you know, I hate that. That's how, because he's being introduced to me that way. He's being introduced to the middle-class white mom who, oh, well, you can't watch his games anymore, or he's not a good role model because this, 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 this. He's being introduced to me that way. He's being introduced to her that way. And that could be, not could be, that is hurtful to his brand and what he's trying to accomplish and what he wants to accomplish in the future. Then you also got to remember, bro, y'all think these NBA contracts is guaranteed. You'll get kicked off of a team like this. You really will. You can, yes. You can literally get kicked off of a team. I, I hope y'all don't think that just because LeBron is LeBron or Steph is Steph that they just solidify with that team. They can get kicked yeah, off. Yeah, those you, NBA contracts is not just it's, it's clauses in there. It's uh, what's it called? I forgot the name of it. Yes, there are clauses in NBA contracts that that have to do with uh, um, uh, I. I my tongue. Basically, code conduct, codes of conduct. So if you do something that is against the code of conduct of the team you're on or the NBA, you can be gone in a minute. Like I said, man, I wish nothing but the best for John Moran, yo. Um, I just hope that things get better. And um, I definitely, just, definitely. I don't know, man. That's that's really really about it as far as that goes, man. Ja, if you're hearing this. Do better, game. Do better, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today is going to be a short episode. Um, we actually just got done eating, so I kind of got the itis, and then it is late, and we got, like we said, I got to get up early, and Anor has to get up early tomorrow, and you know, go on about his day work, and you know, work, work for the people, and then work for ourselves. We will try to do the accomplished things. So, thank you all for listening. Um, thank you for sticking out with us. The return of Norm. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. And we'll catch y'all next week, which will be the one year anniversary. We're trying to think of something different and interesting to uh, you know, how to commemorate that. But um, yeah, next year will be one year of us doing this. So uh just stay tuned to our Instagram this week and we'll have more information for y'all. All right, peace. Young nap, baby.